0: Welcome back to Hablando de Corazón. I'm Alen. I'm Mariana. Before we get started, don't forget to check out our podcast Instagram at underscore Hablando de Corazón. Hey,
1: welcome. Wait, we have a, a thing already. You say good. that in every
0: <laughs> beginning. <laughs> I'm like, be like, hey, I
1: like want to I to grab them all and clip them together. <laughs> She's always like, hey, hey welcome me. back. Oh, we have an intro already. <laughs>
0: Hey, hey. So today we have Leslie Munoz, my sister, again, again. <laughs> she was here last time, but okay, so this week I wanted to tell you guys um, about something that's been happening to me, to me uh, for a while actually, I don't know if I told you already, but every night I always, I always wake up between 3 and 4, like mm-hmm. all the time, and I just thought it was like, I don't know, an internal clock or something. But um, the other night something's not scary, but it was like freaky and it weirded me out happened so I woke up and um, I kept feeling like there was like someone there But I was like I'm not gonna turn around like I'm just gonna go back to sleep, you know, mm-hmm. whatever And then usually Luca always wakes up crying and I have to get up and give him his chipon and his covica And then he'll he'll just knock out and this night because I sensed like something I was just like it wasn't bad. It wasn't like scary. I was just like, what the heck? Like, mm-hmm. But then I saw I heard him cry, and I was like, I have to turn around. Like, I can't just, you know, whatever. And I saw the clock, and it was like, it was like 3.20-ish. And um, so I knew that Jose was gone. And um, when I looked over to his crib, there was like two things. Like, they weren't human, but there were like two things, like, looking over his crib. And it wasn't like... I don't know how to explain it, like, I couldn't, they, it's not like they were, like, like they animal, any fear. no, I wasn't scared, like, cause if I was scared, I would have gotten up and grabbed my son, but it was literally just, like, like, I just looked over and I was just, like, hmm, this is weird, like, <laughs> this is weird, but it was, like, I, there's no other word that I can spla- explain it with other than it was just weird, and I wasn't scared, I didn't sense, there's no fear there's no fear involved mm-hmm. so I just feel like I, I turn around and I was just like there's nothing there like I I'm just tired I'm just whatever and I look over again and nothing's there like it was just whatever and then mind you the room is black so sometimes I do think that I see things but my curtain um, the way that we have the fan facing in the room it makes the fan the curtain in my like on my closet move but this time it was literally over his crib it wasn't by the, the closet mm-hmm. or anything And I was just like, dude, like, what the heck was that? And, um, I just shook it off, and I just, like, went to see him, and he was fine, obviously. And then I went back to bed. But, um, again, I wasn't scared. I went right back to sleep in the morning. I didn't think anything of it, but when I got to work, I was just like, hmm, like, Mm -hmm. what was it? Because they weren't shaped like humans. And it sounds so fucking crazy, crazy, but they weren't shaped, you know, like, obviously, humans, it's like, um you you stand on two legs and you have arms and you have a mm-hmm. head. Well, this looked like like a like a round like I an outline
2: kind of. Like? It was like an, it wasn't
0: it wasn't like aura, it wasn't like glowing. It wasn't anything. It was literally it looked like a shadow. So it literally looked like um I can't explain it other than it was like oval and it just looked like basically put it this way it looked like whatever it was Had on like astronaut gear. That's uh, the shape of it. It wasn't obviously an astronaut But you know how it's like rounded and Mm -hmm. like a blob kind of that's what it looked like And I was just like this is weird like
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And um, I've mentioned this before but one of my really good friends um, is studying um, Reiki and she's very into the spiritual world or whatever and I, I messaged her and I was just like Like what is like what does this mean? And she was like, honestly, like I don't know, but if you weren't scared, then it's not something that that you should be worried about. She was, and then she was the one that was like, maybe it's just his spirit guides just checking about checking up on him, and that gave me peace. And I was just like, oh, okay, you're right. And mm-hmm. I haven't seen anything anymore. I haven't um, like Lucas not acting different, not being weird or anything. But it was so weird, and ever since then. I, keep, I, keep, I still wake up every night, my br- I didn't think I sent it to you, but I screenshotted my phone last night because I woke up again and it was um, 3.33, mm-hmm. but when I went to screenshot it, it was 3.34, mm-hmm. but I was just like, what the heck does this mean? And then um, a couple of days ago, because I watch YouTube all the time, like when I'm at work, I'll either watch um, podcasts on YouTube or I'll just, I have like certain people that I'm subscribed to that I just watch all the time. And all of a sudden, this random thing popped up, and I started watching it. And it was just like it was something about like the three forty a.m. phenomenon, and like things that happen all the time at like three o'clock. Think between you say three. that's like a
2: really good time to meditate too. Yeah, like that's interesting. Who the saying. whole
0: world is like sleeping, sometimes. so the so the, so the world's like, still. Like yeah. everything is still. And in the in the video, it was um, what's his name? I have to mm-hmm. look it up. But like, it's one of those like. Um, spiritual leaders, he's very, um, he's like a guru, is that what they're called? He's like, he's very well known for his speeches, and um, that that's who the video is. And it was, one, it was weird because I've watched his videos before, but he never pops up on my timeline just like as, as a suggested video. He's always like those ones that I have to search up to like to watch it. Okay. And it was just like a coincidence that after that I saw that in my room and I've been noticing that I wake up every day at 3. Between like 3.20 and 3.45 that this video popped up and it was just saying that like um, I needed like take advantage of the time and like meditate and focus on like um, Goals and focus on like you was know, just a little, like a long video and I can like um, show you guys after but ever since then like I have I was telling you I have so much peace I don't know, like, this past year has been crazy because I don't feel like I have, like, that much anger in me anymore. I feel like I trust the universe so much because there, there's been things in my life that have been so sad and bad, but when I look at where I am now, and everything has always worked out. Like, there's nothing currently in my life that I can honestly, honestly say I could change.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, maybe... If you I had feel to feel
2: guilty for worrying
3: before,
0: kind not even it's not even like that. It's just like, like I don't. There's no. There's literally no need for me to to be worrying. Yeah, and we were just having,
1: talking about this. Yeah,
0: and that's why I, like I wanted to bring that up because it was just like one of those things that I've really like sat with myself and been like, what is something that you need right now? And it's like I don't need anything. Mm-hmm. Like I know that in the past I've had so much struggles with money um I've had moments where I've lost people that I thought I would have in my life forever I've had moments where I thought I needed that person and we broke up and like you know like there's always things that happen in your life and you're just like I'm never gonna be happy again and I can honestly say that I am so content with my life that I'm like everything bad that I have been through has led me to this I don't need to worry like even if I if something bad happens in a year it won't matter
1: Mm -hmm.
0: i don't know like i just feel like i just don't i don't know and i've had and it's crazy even more because i've had anxiety and depression for so long probably it this leads back to like high school days like so long but i never knew it was what it was and so just to have like this much peace sometimes i'm just like oh wait like should i be more like a little more worried about this should i not be so like carefree but I'm just like no like I don't know how to explain it like do you guys know what I'm trying to say like, yeah. I don't know and I feel like
1: maybe I feel like it seems like you were so like before you were worrying about things so much and now that you're not you're kind of like dude am I supposed to be Yeah. cause you're just so like conditioned to that mm-hmm. to always it's always being something like in your life that you're com- like worrying about yeah
2: that's true. Didn't I tell you that, too? Like, because when you were going through, like, really bad, like, depression, I was just, like, something that I learned about, like, dealing with mental health was, like, they always say that your depression is rooted from either being, like, too far, like, out in the future, or too far, like, in the past. Like, you're that means, like, you're not focused, like, on the moment. So do you feel like that was the
0: problem? Um... Maybe that could have been a part of it, but I feel like honestly, like I was depressed because I wasn't happy with like decisions that I had made. And so that's you in the past. Yeah, yeah. So regretting Mm -hmm. things and then being like, oh, if only I had done this different. And then I was anxious because I was worried that I wasn't doing it enough for my future. But now I'm just like, like, don't get me wrong, I still have days where I'm sad. I still have right. worries and stuff. But now I just have, some, like, so much more peace about, like, everything's going to work out. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have supportive parents. We have a roof over our head. I don't know. And this also ties into when I wanted, when I told you, I don't know if I we should put this in, because I don't want to sound like I'm bragging about doing it, but, like, sponsoring a child. It's mm-hmm. just, like, remember I told you I was, like, crying. But, um... The wanting to be like, I have so much. Why am I keeping it all to myself? When I can be helping someone that, a mom that wants to be, all they want is clean water for their kids. Mm-hmm. And like, I have three kids that have clean water all the time and don't appreciate it. Or don't, they don't even, it's not that they don't, and I don't think they appreciate it, but they're. it's just so... Like, quick, they don't accessible. know. accessible. Yeah. yeah, it's so accessible that they don't know. Like the other day the went to get water from the fridge and it's like connected wrong still so it comes out like like it's dirty like it's brown mm-hmm. and she was like ew what the heck what did she do she just dumped it and grabbed clean water mm-hmm. cause it's like we know you don't like have to drink privilege. that yeah like what a privilege mm-hmm. and that is a privilege you don't see it as a privilege but it's a huge privilege like I was telling her I'm like you poop in clean water I'm like I don't know you don't have to use just toilet paper to wipe your butt you have wet wipes and there's some people that don't even have toilet paper.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I feel like that's really important when it comes to, like, a lot of stuff, too. Like, sometimes we get so caught up in our minds that we don't realize, like, how much we have. So I think it's really important to, like,
0: take a step back and, like, just count our blessings. Like, yeah. just to, like, remind us. Yeah, at the beginning of this year, I told myself that I was going to, like, two of my main things that I wanted to change was that I wanted to be more grateful because I would notice that I would get super depressed and start focusing on what I didn't have. And then um, my therapist also told me that it'd be helpful to get like a gratitude journal. And um, another thing was that I wanted to journal more, and then there was like one other thing. But I remember one day I had forgotten that, and this was still in January, but I had forgotten that I I even had said I wanted to be more grateful. And I went to Marshall's for something, and right there at the checkout line, like, you know, they have like the stuff you can just look at, there was a gratitude journal. And I was like, what the heck, like, this is literally meant to be, there's none other like this one here and I grabbed it, and ever since then, not every, I won't, don't do it every day, but like at least twice a week. that you're conscious about it? Yeah, I'd write down things that I'm, like if I come across things that um, that I'm grateful for, I'd write it down, and like the example, like today at work, so if I see it in my purse, I'll just take it out and quickly write some things, cause it's just like a list, it's not like an actual journal, it's just like you just write down lists. I was um, walking from my car, to my job, and I had forgotten my gloves in the car, and the whole way there, I was to my school, I was like, oh my god, I forgot my gloves, I'm so mm-hmm. cold, I'm so cold, so when I walked in, I'm just like, I'm not gonna even have gloves, like, mm-hmm. and I just wrote down, like, I'm grateful to have gloves, and it's so important to be grateful, because then you start to notice, like, before, I would have been like, oh, I'm grateful for my water, I'm grateful for my kids, you don't start to notice the tiny little things that you can be grateful for
1: that's what i noticed too because i remember i told you i ordered one on amazon Mm -hmm. i felt like i was just i stopped using it (laughs) because i felt like i was just writing like the basic stuff that you always say because it it had like a page like what are you grateful for my house my food having food like being healthy but you're right like you do have to pay attention to the smaller things because obviously like i'm going to be grateful for that yeah so yeah. I was just like, "This is boring." <laughs> I wasn't yeah. thinking deep enough.
0: <laughs> you should try it because then you do start to notice like the little things. Like I have written in there that I'm grateful for my washer and dryer because mm-hmm. not everyone has a washer and dryer. And you just start like, like I, I just said it, but like you start to notice the little tiny things. Yeah. Like our we have we're ex- we have accessibility to gas. You know it's expensive. We can still was like barely. <laughs> <laughs> True though. <laughs> Oh my god!
3: But yeah, like we, what? Say it! I have to say it. When you said you're gonna take my child
0: support to pay for gas. Yes. <laughs> I
1: did do that. Dude, my tank took like seventy dollars yesterday.
0: Yeah. My car was filled up with fifty.
1: That's and crazy. My car fills
0: up with fifty now, but yours is probably more gallons.
1: I have no idea. just well, drive it. <laughs> you know, <that> <laughs> you, right? Yeah. Well, that
0: remember when you first got and you were really like.
1: When I first got it, that summer was when the gas prices first went up, like, in a long time. And then, like, by winter, it went down. But, like, every summer, they go higher. But right now, it's freaking getting up there. Yeah. I think the summer after I got it, it went up to 5 Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. Or maybe it was a year after.
0: In California, another thing, it's almost
1: at 9 That's freaking crazy, dude. $9?
0: Yeah did you guys see the tiktok where this girl I was like dang somebody filled up oh, they only put two dollars in a day yeah and she's like it's me <laughs> <laughs> did her. you ever do that no but there were times when i had her and i was living at my parents and i was super broke that i would fill up with like five or seven bucks like whatever i had left for, until i got paid i'd be like well i needed to go to school so, yeah because i didn't want to ask my dad
1: i think the least i ever put was like 10 bucks no or my what?
0: my least i think was seven
1: it's almost 10. Yeah,
0: because that's all I had in my bank account. And I was
1: embarrassed.
0: Because why used to yell at me? Because
2: he would be like, go to this gas station. Like, the gas is cheaper here. And I was like, I never really paid attention to it Dude, until like apps. this year.
0: I had apps that would tell me where the gas is. For cheaper. real? Because I, I was wanted... like,
2: I have to pay for it either way. So like, why am I going to worry about it? That was my mentality. Yeah.
3: Talking about like, the numbers and stuff like that. I know I was born at like, 333 instead. Why do I Like the number three do kinda looks crunchy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no like, do I kind of understand.
3: <laughs> it feels like March. <laughs> <laughs> like so the number like Thursday
2: I mean, November <laughs> and Brown. Yeah. Um, so or I mean, and
3: purple.
1: I'm so confused cuz I understand it. <laughs> then,
2: I feel like, like fall, November,
3: Thursday and brown like all nine yeah, the same thing. I'm okay. so in love right now. <laughs>
2: 222 two, two, like it just
1: reminds me of February and pink.
3: Two, 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 2 I I like that number. Now. Really cuz I think of purple pink when I think of two, two, two. I don't know. I think of purple and I I feel like I understand you but like I'm still mind
0: blown. I understand
1: that 3-3-3 three, three, three looks two. crunchy <laughs> like March. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's an angel number. Yeah. When I when I like like two years ago I was in love with it, but
0: right now I like the number That's fine. You can like whatever numbers you like. You know
2: that they say that you're not supposed to get angel numbers tattooed on you because it they like change over time. Obviously, like you see like multiple like different ones. So like, Mm -hmm. kind of like if you get them tattooed, you're kind of like making yourself like stay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the, they said that the, a good one, though, is like 4 4 because that's like, I forgot know what I mean, <laughs> but that one's like a good one, because that one's like, I think it's just like protection or something, but it's like, you I should get, I kept saying 4 for 4 for the, since, they say if you're going to get a, a number like tattooed on you, it should be your path life number, I don't
1: even know, what what's my path life number, it's your, oh, I know
2: how to do it, up together. can I do
1: it, mine's do you know 4, um, no, going back to the number thing, that I think one same night we both were talk we were talking about it one day and then that same night I woke up and saw yeah. um, you told me. two two thirty four. Oh and you always
3: say
1: two thirty four one, yeah. two thirty four. Would it be um- This is my birthday,
3: can you
1: do it next? Yes. Um yeah, going back to the number thing, um, I don't know, like I've been looking them up whenever I see them just because I don't have like me what too. they mean, like memorized. But when I went to the Reiki lady she told me that like your when you see a, two. she told me that when you see a number that it means that your spirit guides are confirming something that you've been thinking about mm-hmm. or what's been on your mind so then like lately i'm like okay what's been on my mind and like what's what it means on the freaking internet like what they have as like what it means for the number
3: your path
1: number is Oh. i thought <laughs> you had to like mine's <laughs> two what does that mean for real?
0: Yeah, two, three, four. When are you? <gasps>
1: That's crazy. What? You <gasps> you're older, you're older and I'm
2: the youngest. Oh yeah. And you're like earlier on your path life,
0: like you've already or oh, no, 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 no no, I'm I'm barely
1: What does that mean? Oh that means you've been on oh, no. earth
0: that many times.
1: Four times? Three yeah, like, times? Wait, this is
0: your third, My No wonder person. I'm
1: so dumb. I'm just <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's what I was feel like No wonder I had to learn so many fucking lessons. I'm too. <laughs> we're both too. You know when they say that this is our first life together. I don't know her. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Isn't it-, it weird though that you can birth, literally give birth? Like I brought you here. Welcome. I brought this portal. This portal brought you here. You
3: chose your mom. Yeah. I know. I was in heaven.
2: Okay, mom.
1: let's talk about that. Do you? How do? You- do you believe that? I don't know, girl. I don't talk. Right, I little... <laughs> But do you guys believe that? Okay, I saw, I, do. Uh, I think it was a meme or something. And they were like, they were like, um. Fuck. You think- oh, it was saying, like, when a woman gives birth, she's, like, out of it because her soul's going to gra- to meet her baby's soul. And then, like, sh- they're connecting, you know? I haven't oh, heard that. Baby. I just heard
2: that, like, one foot's,
0: like, here and one foot's, like. And I'm Yeah. That could be the same thing, though. Because they say that it's you're, it's so dangerous. But that's but nowadays, we have medication to numb the pain. So that I don't think mm-hmm. you know they we're, like... We're I meant still, to be zoned out and, like, not here. But we take the easy way. Yeah. No, but, but this can be, like, a whole different... A whole, a whole different episode. But, like, I learned a lot about my mom last... I think, when was it? Two weeks ago that I told you? Mm-hmm. That... Explains a lot About the way that we were raised and I feel like I needed to know that To understand why I chose her as my mom
1: If that's don't do it now Should we
0: yeah, let's go back. Mm -hmm. So um my mom went through like a lot growing up like she when you know how like people say like I'm starving, I'm so hungry. Like we have no idea. My mom would go days without eating, and when she would eat, it would literally be. Um, she said like, kind of like arroz con leche, or oatmeal, but like it was water basically. Mm-hmm. Like it was just not good, and um, she would say that she would wake up because they didn't have like clothes really, and they weren't in warm beds. They didn't have anything, so she would wake up every morning freezing just what you can imagine being cold just imagine it worse because when you wake up it's the worst like it's Mm -hmm. horrible and um, she says that when she was at school they would like um, do you know if they would like actually dig through the garbages and stuff? I don't don't think mom ever told me. She didn't mention that part but she literally was hungry she was the only one at school that wouldn't show up with um, Mm -hmm. a lunch Um, Some students would give her some stuff, but it was like never, it wasn't good enough. Not that it wasn't good enough, it was just... Not enough. Yeah, like it's not enough to satisfy someone's hunger that's been Mm -hmm. starving for for, for months. And um, she also like went through this um, phase of like seeing certain people buy things for their kids, and then like having to watch set kids opening gifts, and not getting anything, it was, I can't, I feel like it's so hard to to say anything without saying more, and honestly, I don't give a shit if I get attacked, I literally do not care, because try me, but I'm trying to protect my mom, Mm -hmm. and um, peace within the family, I guess you can say, Um, but Leslie can vouch um, for me, where my mom is one of the savviest women, I know. Like she won't, if she can, she won't buy anything. I mean, if she, how do do you say? Like if she can, she can. She won't buy anything full price. Like she'll stretch her dollar. Oh yeah, for sure. And don't like she can buy. She'll have nice ass things, but she won't pay full price for them. So like when, when Boston store was open over here at Southridge, my mom would get all the coupons, all whatever, but she would never pay full price. Mm -hmm. And um, looking back and finding out this new information Mm -hmm. about like her childhood and being treated like garbage, being treated like you're worthless, being treated like you're nothing, like you're you're literally only here because you have to be kind of thing. And at this was only like at nine years old. Mm-hmm. Like imagine a nine-year-old knowing you have parents but like you can't, you don't have access to them. And then um, also things that must have, like my mom didn't say any of this, but like there were so many people living in one place and you know something they weren't watching the kids at all time and then if you don't if you know what i'm talking about then you know that i'm not going to say anything more than that and that just grows like that just goes to show like when we were growing up my mom would never never let us sleep over people's houses and i feel like maybe it was to, like protect us over what she had been through and them just saying like sleeping like around so many people and then um we never had like the newest or like the trendiest things and I remember my mom saying it now and I feel like I try to be the same with my kids too in a certain like kind of a certain length of that but my mom would always be like I can't and I won't give you everything you want because if one day I can't give it to you then I'll feel like shit like Mm -hmm. I just won't feel so I'm just gonna I'm not gonna give you everything you want and she never did we had um, the basic needs and then some nicer things and that was it like my mom was never the type to be like let's go shopping spree all of us like never she's never been the type to be like thoughtful with gifts because I feel like in her eyes after what she went through like I feel like for her having a stable home first of all and then food and warmth we should be grateful for that because she didn't have that so I feel like now hearing all these things and it's like you have more than I ever had and I feel like we didn't see it that way and mm-hmm. that's where the miscommunication happened where she would be like like you should be grateful and I'm giving you everything you need and we on the other hand being from America being from a third <laughs> first, <laughs> what is Church. that? First generation Mexicans. Like you see, these people that, like, especially growing up in a white neighborhood, these people didn't have to struggle for any of the things that they had. They had already had like through like some silver spoon family. Yeah, kids. and not even just that. But I feel like me and you, because we are, we're technically first generation, but like we had the way, the 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 way paved for us. So we're comfortable. Like I feel like we get jobs, we're comfortable because we didn't have to start from scratch. Yeah. We had a place to live while we went to college and we had the opportunity to go to college. And I feel like for a lot of the white people that went to families, they already had that head start. So we're us coming into this new neighborhood. We, we my parents, no one in my family before my parents had it built, I mean, a couple of my kids have, but like they had to build a house. So I feel like my parents were like, Giving us everything they thought they could, they were doing the right way. But for us, seeing these people that I'm, not, I'm like getting my thoughts confused.
1: You were comparing yourself to everyone around you that but had
0: a head start, and we were barely starting. And you starting. felt, yeah, you
1: felt like they had more, like so much more than you. But your mom was like comparing it to her childhood, and she felt like she was giving you the world. Yes. But you were like.
0: But I don't. Have this, this is not enough says, because my yeah. friends
1: and everybody else that I see has yes. so much more.
0: Yes, and then also. Like my mom, had, we have their six kids, and all the other white families, like I think the most I ever saw was maybe three, maybe mm-hmm. four kids in a family, but we had six kids that they had to feed. And my parents probably have never taken government assistance. They have never um, gotten any kind of help, and that's amazing to say mm-hmm. with six kids. So imagine like my parents didn't have a choice but to work full-time. and. I feel like an, I understand my mom so much more after knowing this. Because, I mean, I, I as a mom, I had already tried to, like, understand her. I would already, like, gotten over a lot of it. But now, finding this out, it's like... I'm literally, like, thinking right now, like, I would... If she would have just communicated, had that conversation yeah. with us and
2: told us her story, I feel like we would have been more understanding. But right. we were kind of
0: like, why are you like this? And she wouldn't tell us. This like.
1: is the first time you hear that all that
0: the whole thing. Yeah. I have some of it recorded. She doesn't know that I recorded it. I don't think she'd care cuz she said i could talk about it, but I'm not going to play it, but I can show you it later. But um it was just like the things that they went through. And then I don't know if I can see. I'll, I'll i eat before.
1: That's what people are going to do that in general, not just with white people could, but obviously like in our freaking country that's yeah, what it yeah. is, but people are always going to compare themselves to them and i feel like you were like on such a bigger like scale because you were already like even if you had the same life as them you were still going to stand out because
2: oh, yeah. Minority. yeah and, and Yeah.
1: Always... and like they had more than you you had less so that makes it even more like a bigger like difference so you're like comparing yourself all the time
0: and then and then i don't know if Lesi, you can like vouch for this but then i felt i didn't fit in anywhere like i did not fit in anywhere like with my, some of my cousins, obviously they're my best friends now, but they understood me, but literally, like, you would go, I would go to school, and it was like, I was the poor one, I was mm-hmm. the one with my uninvolved parents, and then I would go to, like, certain families places, and it's like, oh, they're the rich ones, and it's like, you have no idea yeah. that we are not rich, we have a nice house, and that's... Literally, everything else is the same as you guys. You know, you understand what I'm talking about? Yes
2: and no, because you know how we've talked about before, how it's so crazy how we've, we lived under the same, roof, but we have like such different experiences. Yeah. So with my experience in school, like, I loved Test Corners and you, like, you hated yeah, I hated it.
0: everything since we moved there.
2: Like I always, like I was always like a very observant person, but I, like I made, myself feel comfortable like I found a way to like adapt
0: can I say something though too? but I'm just gonna interrupt real quick and I think and you can say if I'm wrong but I personally think that I had a different experience from you too because of the way that we look you're whiter than me and you have a more I don't want to say it like not not to sound wrong but you have a more like petite pretty face and I'm not saying I'm ugly because obviously like I don't think I'm ugly but When I get dark in the summer, I get dark in the summer. And I stand out. At least in school. Yeah. I stood out. There was multiple times where... I don't want to, like, cry or anything. But, like, I... And it never bothered me. Like, it never bothered me when I went to Milwaukee schools. But I remember walking in and, like, I had made, like... Well, first of all, it was just, like, an awkward first day of school. And I had made friends really fast. Like, I was really, like, friendly and stuff. But I remember... Um one of the girls, like, didn't know my name yet because my name is Magdalene. Like, that's hard, and everyone mm-hmm. is, like, Kelly and Sarah and, like, you know, like, little basic names. And I remember they're, like, yeah, yeah, I'm the dark girl. And I remember being in that moment, like, Who? like, looking
1: around, mm-hmm. and I was, like,
0: oh, I'm the dark girl. Mm-hmm. See, in my,
2: like, that, bullying type, or, like, not people noticing that, or, like, me noticing that I was different was when people started talking about, like, the Mexican-American War. That's when everyone knew like, oh, like that's what she is. Like she's Mm -hmm. Mexican and that's where it started.
0: Wait, but I want to also say that when they called me the darker, they weren't being mean. It's just that they didn't know my, I was in second grade, I think. So they weren't being mean. It was just, that's how, that was the first moment that I realized that I was different because they couldn't say, one of the girls couldn't say my name. So she referred to me as that. And like, if you see me now, like I don't, I mean, fuck it, I don't care if I'm dark or not. Like who cares? Mm -hmm. But at that time, I was just like, "What the fuck?" And
1: that's all I well, wanted to, to say. Well, to them, you're gonna be dark. Yeah,
0: because I was the only one with yeah. dark, dark brown hair and dark, dark eyes. Yeah, yeah. Because in like elementary
2: school, I don't remember any like racism at all. It was not until middle school where it started. But that's also the year I beat that kid's ass for being racist.
0: <laughs> and see, I never in middle school I never got anything racist said to me. Um, because I had like my little group of friends and it was like everything I thought was fine But I did have a teacher that hated me and made my life hell But um in high school I started hearing the racist again the racism again And it was crazy because I remember mom telling me all the time like you basically grew up here Why do you hate it so much and it was, like because I'm still the different one because I'm still in all aspects i was the different one not just with like looks but i was the only one not allowed to go anywhere i couldn't i wasn't allowed to go to like the football games i wasn't allowed to like just do anything anything and if i was it was like okay but you have to be home at like I think it was like 9 30 or 10 is like when well, that's when the bonfires are starting yeah.
2: dude it's so crazy how like you and noel are the most alike and has have had the same experience in school in
1: muskego yeah When you guys say that, um, like, you mentioned how you both lived under under the same roof but had different experiences, I was going to ask you if, like, people ever called or pointed things out about you, which you said some, but, like, was it, like, throughout your whole years? Like, since you were younger until you were...
0: At school, yeah, because we went to the white school all the time. Mm -hmm.
1: Did you have...
2: Mine was only in middle school, and then after I got in that fight, people, like, didn't, like... Mess with me more Because that could also
1: To me that's like what stands out Because you're saying that you had like a really bad experience That could be the main reason why And she never had anyone like picking on her For her looks or whatever So you didn't feel like you were like That much different
0: Yeah Yeah, and I don't know I think also I was was just super insecure And I mean I know I was super insecure Because anything anyone would say to me I would internalize Mm -hmm. it Like if you were to call me even, I, I was scrawny, skinny growing up. I was like a palito. But if you would have told me I was fat, I would have believed you. Because yeah. I was that insecure that anything people told me, I was like, you're right, Like mm-hmm. I am that. And I feel like for so long, it's like, people wouldn't even say things, but if you would look at me wrong, I'm like, they hate me, they hate this, yeah. and, I hate and no one would even say anything, but it was just like me thinking like that, I don't know, and then it all, like, going back to, like, my mom's experience, she never had anyone sit down and have conversations with her, ever, like, an adult, and, like, talk with her, so I feel like that's why she's the way that, that generation just doesn't sit down and talk to their kids, Mm -hmm. and it's something that we have to, like, not get over, but we have to, not over, I guess, overcome, but just kind of, like, accept that it's, like, okay, you don't like to talk about things
1: a lot. or as the at
0: least when we were kids cuz now as adults mom tells me so much a lot of people
2: don't like that they have to like parent their parents but like sometimes i do like it because i'm always like like i think about like the stuff that she's gone through and like the things that maybe she didn't get and why she doesn't give them to us like for example I don't I honestly I can't recall her being like oh like I'm so proud of you but when has anyone ever said that to her and she's accomplished a lot Mm -hmm. so sometimes she gets like mad because I'm like "Mom, you're such a bad bitch and she's like (laughs) stop like stop like don't say like that I'm like you are though like think about it like you went from eighth grade to college like yes Mm -hmm. who does that?
1: So she doesn't accept compliments. Yeah. Or she's she not used won't. to accepting yeah, compliments. Yeah, it's really uncomfortable for her. Yeah. If I
0: start telling her, like, oh, you look good, she's like, stop. Like, she, instead of being like, thank you, and like, doing a little vueltecita, no, she, she won't. Yeah. She won't take it. <laughs> and all if you're listening, you are a bad bitch. <laughs> Period.
1: <laughs> no, that's crazy. And you said, I, w- I wanted to talk about this, too, because you mentioned how like you never heard that story before mm-hmm. and it, now you're saying how your mom doesn't really ever, or didn't I guess when you were younger ever have these conversations with you and obviously that would have changed so much if she did when so you were much, younger so much, so much. but isn't it crazy how like even like our parents are still learning at the same time like that you're learning too yeah. dude and
2: it's crazy cause they say that you sometimes you can get stuck at the age where you experience your most trauma and I can see that I can see that like And my mom, not necessarily her being nine, but I can see like she got married when she was fifteen, had her first kid at
0: sixteen. So like she went through a lot. Wait, but also because of what she went through when she was nine, I feel like she grew up a lot. So she's always been so mature for her age, like. People would say it all the time that, and she even says it that when she got married, you know, especially at sixteen years old mm-hmm. when she got married. People were like expecting her not to learn, know how to cook, or not to know how to raise a child and whatever. But everyone's always like astonished by how clean my mom was and how well she cooked and took on that role. And it's like, well, she already kind of was a mom, yeah, in a sense. I mean, you help your mom with raising like the little kids and stuff, but, but there was eight of them.
1: My great grandma had like thirteen.
0: They would have had ten, but they had two twins. The first twins that they had
1: ever passed away at birth. My grandma and my my grandma, no, my great grandma has kids that are my mom's age. So like my grandma and her mom were having kids like at the same time. My God! So my mom is actually older than a couple of my uncles from like my grandma's brothers.
0: That's yeah.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Her uncle's only three years older
1: than her. So my grandma was helping her mom raise them, but then she was having her own. <laughs> so yeah, they're all like around the same age. That's
0: how it was back in the day. You literally like it's, like back in the like way back in the day, growing up in a ranch. I feel like it's like you just got to certain age and you just knew what your chores mm-hmm. were and you just you just did it.
1: I wonder like you know how like for example you were saying how like, you don't want to have kids and there's more people like that that already know that imagine how many people like just went into that life because that's what it was i feel and like they like a truly lot. didn't want kids
0: <laughs> because back then also and then also think about like the catholic religion any yeah. protection so like if you got married you had to have as many kids as you had mm-hmm. or were gonna have like it's just and imagine
1: hating all 11 of your kids I wouldn't say hate, but maybe like resentment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. Like me need you.
0: And then they grow up feeling that man. Fuck that. My mom even told me when we were having this talk. She was like, "The most beautiful memories I have are when we lived in Mexico before we came to America." Like. That I memory. hear that a
1: lot. Or you hear of like people saying that their parents miss Mexico.
0: Well, that's what my, I as soon as my grandpa retired, yeah. they moved.
1: That's crazy, dude. My mom, yeah, my mom
0: has such beautiful memories. I picture like, have you seen Little House and the Prairie? No, why she loves that show so much. That dude, yes, because it's literally like they grow up on like farms and like whatever. They're so innocent, and that's exactly how I picture my mom's childhood before
1: mm-hmm. they came. Because so, oh, how you two were si- you were saying that you had different experiences. We I think we should talk about that because you mentioned it, but we didn't really, you didn't really yeah. say like why you think.
3: Mom, is that part of the-
2: there's this picture that's how it was funny because i didn't have looks (laughs)
0: shut up um like for
2: example when i was five i won the thingy at mexican fiesta and then i was like my mom was a teacher for this thingy whatever it was like 12 years 12 year olds and i was only um five year old but i caught on from going to the practices Mm -hmm. with her So, my mom was just like, you know what, like, it would be so cute if we, like, get a dress made for her and, like, put her on stage for Mm -hmm. Fiesta too. So, that same year or whatever, I won, like, the costume contest with the dress that she had made for me, and then I performed, and I got, like, so much, like, praise for it and stuff, and then, I don't know, I just feel like that, like, it's different, because, like, my experience, like, with you, I feel like you were constantly, like, put down, and then I was, like... Crazed.
1: Do you, I think it also maybe has to do with like your you had mentioned before how you're one of the middle chi- middle children and I'm, you're the youngest.
0: I'm the middle child, yeah. but I also so and usually I was a new like child and then right after me it wasn't just one child but it was two. So I was completely like fuck you. We got these two twins. We got to worry about. Like, but
2: I still like I didn't get as much attention though. Like as you guys think. like Ginny
0: till this day calls me spoiled and I'm like how. Like, maybe not with things, but I feel like you definitely were spoiled because we were already five and four. Like that this, that's a big gap. And it was like having a baby in the house again, and it was like. But I got like huge. you guys' hand me downs like. Maybe money she means did. Yes
1: like, did.
2: You you're not gonna remember because it, it wasn't your experience. Oh, cause but I got, got downs too. Cause we shared a room, so when your stuff your stuff stopped fitting you, I got it.
1: Didn't even have to move it. Do you think
3: that like you felt this way before or after the car accident like do you think the car accident because you said that Ma like helped her right away because she had like cuts do you think that like made you realize
0: more that I don't think that made me feel like it It was just another like reassurance of what I thought I felt so I was just like yep there it is leave me to burn in a car That wasn't even on fire, but I thought it was gonna explode.
2: Dude, they still don't know to this day if it was a water bottle that broke the window or if it was my head. Do you remember the pain? It (laughs)
0: hurt, and it probably wasn't your head.
2: Well, everything happened so fast, and they had to like put a neck brace on me because they didn't know. Like all the adrenaline could make Uh, you not feel it.
0: True. Dude, all I remember from that car accident is that like. Obviously that's it was the only one bleeding so I understand as an adult like I fully get it She was the only one bleeding and the window by her head was the one that broke So that's why they took her out and they were taking care of her But my mom after she grabbed her closed the door again So I'm literally in the backseat like yeah, you know like when you see movies that it's like desespera- desesperado where, or desesperadamente like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: where it's like you're trying to get out and you can't and you like you know the car is going to explode in my little year i don't even know how i was like 12. not not even i was like, I younger i just turned seven so you were 12. yeah so i was like 12 but like i was not ma- like ma- you're not mature but I'm. Like, she like, is yeah, yeah. <laughs> right yeah i she did is. not have her mentality i was very much like a niñada so like in my mind at that time and i can remember it seeing my mom cleaning her off and being crouched down to her level and me screaming to get me out and i'm just like i know she's bleeding but i'm literally in a car that's gonna explode why am i getting so emotional but i literally thought i was gonna die and she was just worried about leslie At that yeah
1: but like we talked about this before yeah yeah Yeah. i don't know if we posted it though so i don't think
2: it's because you don't talk about it because like, I don't even
0: think that it hurts until I'm talking about it and I'm remembering how I felt and I'm just yeah. like looking at her like, wow, like I'm your daughter
2: too. And I don't even remember the therapy, stuff, the therapy <laughs> sessions. I just remember going for my fruit roll-up and finger painting. I remember, but it, I feel like it didn't help at all. She had us
0: draw something and I was like, oh, I and literally you remember.
3: drawing like drawing circles all over your face. You told us about that.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it was when you were here. We never yeah. posted it when we talked about abortion, right?
3: Mm-hmm. No, that was without her. That was a different one. Yeah.
1: But isn't that the same time that we talked about the your therapy after the car accident? No? It wasn't that day? No, oh, was it wasn't Was it when you were on the FaceTime yeah. and we never posted it? No,
2: it was here when we were talking yeah, about the just, car accident. But we didn't post that one, did we? Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, no. no. I
2: don't remember. I don't remember the circles. But, okay, so maybe, like, when I was younger, I probably had, like, more attention. But as I got older, my mom was so focused on, like, you and the twins because oh, like, you were teenagers at that time and going through like so much stuff and like i, I literally i remember i was 13 and i told my mom i was just like i'll never like put you through that and i didn't but that also was kind of like okay i can't do anything then like i can't act out then and then it had like effects on me like as an adult like i literally just cried over the other day yeah
1: i think it's crazy how like you said you guys both lived in the same exact house, but and shared a room home. for how many years? But you still different feel completely different. I remember sometimes I would
0: literally like we would be in the same room and I'd be crying myself to sleep. Or like, do yeah, you remember? I have no idea. Do you remember when mom would ground me from reading and I would stay up? I think you were still sleeping in their room because my mom and she even she regrets it now. But I was so I loved reading. It was like my escape. It mm-hmm. was the only thing that I had that I could disappear from like school I could disappear from home I could disappear from anywhere and I could literally be in that moment and do you know those books um the chicken soup no or they're in the treehouse what is it called she had a lot of the chicken uh, soup uh, I read almost everything the one. magic treehouse no, ma- no that's the magic
3: School <laughs> no, I, <laughs> had, what
0: was it, I, I know what you're talking, talking about. Okay, Where so they, like, go places.
1: Yeah, like so, so they store. go in this treehouse, and then they can... whatever it's the they reading. reading. No, uh, Narnia? No. <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> the bridge ther- to... Her, the bridge,
0: bridge to... Ther- <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Well, whatever these books were, it was like these kids had this treehouse, and they could take a book up there, and whatever... Bo- it was a special book, though, I think. And whatever the book was about they would go there. So if it was about the pyramids, they would go there. Mm. If they were in Mexico, they could go there. And it was, there was like, like old time things, like yeah, history. History, you can go back in time. And I remember...
1: Maybe that's why you love history. Dude, I love
0: reading. I love freaking reading so much. And my mom would ground me from it. And I would be like, this is the only thing that I have. Mm-hmm. And so when she, when I thought she was sleeping, I would turn on my... Because like, I didn't have book lamps. I didn't have like whatever. So I would like listen. And as soon as she was be... I thought she was sleeping. I would turn my light on and I would stay up and read. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time she came into my room and she said it was late. And I don't remember if she beat the, oh, it is the magic tree house. But I don't know if she hit me, but I remember oh, okay. crying myself to sleep because she took all my books. So I, I couldn't read mm-hmm. and I'm crying and crying and crying. I was like, the one thing that I had, I didn't have anymore. Dude, and then
2: for school, we had to like, we had a stack of books and we had to like, write them down in a thing and read them by the end of summer i would never do i would literally just fill in the things and like no sign. i love
0: that i love it. i would literally read i would literally read for fun like it was so fun i read all of the harry potter books in four weeks
1: dang when i, I used to that.
0: work at this one job where um i would be on calls all the time like it was so slow so i would just take a book and i would just. It was four weeks. I'll never forget because by the time I was done, I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Those are big, too. Yeah, because I would literally just read all yeah. them, And I would work. I would pick up hours, so I would sometimes work like 10-hour shifts, and all I would do is read. Mm-hmm. Like, going back to like when I had said that I internalize a lot of things, I feel like, and then also not talking about things that hurt mm-hmm. me. I feel like I've done it my whole life that sometimes, I don't resent my mom at all. I, I love her, and I'm super thankful for everything that she's done. But sometimes I, like, I don't even think about it. Honestly, I didn't think about this until we talk about it. But, like, certain things, I'm just, like, why don't I talk to her about it? Why don't I bring it up? Why don't I? She also, but
2: it's, like, again, like, she never taught us to communicate like that. Yeah.
0: But that's, like, every aspect of my life. Like, when things bother me with a partner, for example, I won't say anything when we're on good terms. I'll only bring it up when we're already fighting. that's not
3: good
1: like i think i do that too yeah
0: because i'm like why am i gonna bring it up when we're doing good
1: like today you were like i should have a good weekend (laughs) it's like the same i think i do that yeah you just save it for the appropriate time let's call it that
0: (laughs) true
1: like don't bring it up when everything's fine because
3: like, what you said about, like, the communication thing. My mom, I'll just be, like, on my phone in the kitchen or something. And my mom will just be like, I love you if you're gay. And I'm like, thanks. Nice to know. I'm like, okay, i remember
0: that if I ever turn gay. Thank you. Like, I know
3: mom will be accepting, but I don't think she'd ever say that.
0: No. I would never joke or say anything about that. We
2: definitely, like... Made her grow.
1: I'm thinking that right now. I'm like, you're crack this out because I don't want your mom to hate me, but like, you're kind of forcing her to go to therapy. You're having these conversations with her. I feel like once she goes and you guys keep having these conversations, you guys are gonna understand so much more. Dude, I've
2: literally told my mom one time, I was just like, I don't care. I'm like, because I know I'm helping you. I'm like, but sometimes I feel like I'm your least favorite child because I like confront you and like mm-hmm. test your like faith and stuff like all the time. Because I was reading this book. And it was just, like, it wasn't saying, like, religion is, like, fake or whatever, but it was, like, talking about, like, how, like, every religion is kind of, like, the same, but they just call it, like, different things Mm -hmm. and stuff. So I would, like, tell my mom, like, oh like, what if this or this or that? And, like, she would get so mad. I'm, like, but think about it. Like, it makes sense. And then she, would be like, she just gets so mad. And then, like, when I tell her about, like, how she needs to communicate and stuff, like, at first she gets mad about it, but then she's, like, okay, like, I can see, like, Mm -hmm. how that can help and stuff. She has changed a
1: lot from since I feel dad. like even if she listens, because you said you're going to show her this, I feel like even if she listens to it and how, like, that makes both of you feel, like, just that one story that she told you guys, she's going to be like, damn, like, that's all it took for them to understand what... Yeah,
0: and if only she would have just
1: told us. Or maybe she doesn't even know that that's why she's, she was like that. Yeah. But you're connecting the dots and you're like, oh, that makes so much sense. Because she
2: also she never told us to protect us. Yeah. But we're like, you could have done a lot more for us by telling yeah and i feel like in
0: order for her to like in like in her way of trying to protect us it made our relationship just so strange because we never understood her she never understood us so we just i i swear i used to say growing up like i'm like i hate my mom Mm -hmm. like i used to say it all the time like no you guys don't understand like not just saying this because she grounded me or not like i literally hate my mom mm-hmm. and it was i would be crying because my cousin and her mom have like their best friends and they've been best friends for a long time and i'd be like dude i wish i had that and i, I never i never thought me and my mom would get along
1: mm-hmm.
0: and now when something happens she's like the first one that i call when my kids are sick i'm just like can i do this can i do that and like all the time she's even given me like good advice with my relationship because sometimes mm-hmm. i feel like no not gonna go to you just because like older people have more like it's more like it's mostly I feel like not it necessarily my mom but it's yeah they conform and it's mostly like well you're already married you're already mm-hmm. a kid, so you just have kids so you're supposed to stick it like suck it up and um, my mom's very feminist in that where she's just like no you don't have to put up with shit and I'm like you're right mom will never call herself a feminist though but she is and she's a brujita she hates when we call her that dude my mom knows when someone's pregnant
1: she knows what they're gonna have she's never dude. guessed it all right everyone thank you so much for tuning into today's episode as Malen and i always say feel free to message us on our personal instagrams with any um questions or concerns or even if you just want to talk to us my instagram is arianalissette with two e's at the end
0: And my personal Instagram is Malen Munoz with two Z's at the end, and our podcast Instagram is underscore hablando del corazón. Bye, bye.